Blog Talk Radio.
Amen, amen, and amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 22nd day of the first month in January that uh, we are in 2023. So welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a different um, broadcast this morning because not only is this a clarion call for prayer, it's a clarion call for the family. It's a clarion call for us praying for our families and our loved ones, whether they're our family members that are our DNA family members or in different organizations that we're in or adopted families. We really, really, really have to pray for our families. So many of us, I'm going to say me, I've uh, in the past had the nerve to tell people, uh, not with my mouth, but in my mind, in my heart, what should and should not impact them or affect them. But as I've been listening to people that have called me for prayer and um, family members that have told me about things that uh, affected them, and I realized how many times things in my life impacted me that I didn't even tell my parents about. I think of this one thing in particular until I told them what was bothering me, and I was in my 40s. Imagine that, that something had been bothering me all those years that it took me 40 years to finally tell them about something that had happened to me um, by the hands of a loved one, and my parents were shocked because my dad had just said nothing could happen to my uh, babies and I wouldn't know anything about it. And so you never know. Um, And lately we've had a family member um, that's been dealing with some psychological um, issues that is part of a family secret. Why haven't we called for the family and asked them to pray for this person or these people? Why? Because we just don't. We just don't. So today, um, our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And I'm going to say the announcements uh, so that uh, the people, when they pray on today, they will be free to pray and flow with whatever God has given them to pray. So this is going to be our fourth Monday, so that's going to be Minister Sylvia, Elder Tony, and Minister Ron uh, to go in whatever way the Lord leads them at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Iron Sharpening Iron. And then on Friday, which will be our fourth Friday, uh, we should have a prophet, Anton Thomas, too preach, teach, or whatever the Lord has given him. But if he doesn't, we know that Minister Sylvia will always be on standby to do whatever the Lord has um, given her. And uh, that will be at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on the fifth Monday, it will be, once again, if the Lord allows yours truly, uh, myself, to... uh, Say whatever the Lord has given me, or even if he wants to go out of January in prayer, because that will be the week that I am taking on a new role in in my life, and we'll talk about that um, more um, later on, um, either this month or next month, whenever the Lord releases me to um, discuss it. But again, let's pray for our families. And one thing... I want to repent for openly on the air is that I had the nerve to think that I, if it didn't hurt me, and if it didn't hurt me, it shouldn't hurt you. If it didn't bother me, it didn't bother you. My, uh, I'll use Minister Sylvia. She oftentimes talks about how um, certain family members were standing outside the house of another family member saying, keep your purse close to you because they got a lot of roaches and rats in there, not knowing that the children heard them say that and some of the other things that they said and the impact 
that it had on the children that heard those so-called family members say that. So a lot of times we don't realize, even though it was true, it was hurtful because they were doing the best they can. So um, just pray whatever it is. If it's about a necklace, if it's about a penny, if it's about a um, uh, something that your mama, your daddy, whatever, uh, just pray and pray sincerely. Not I may think, oh, they're praying, they're throwing shade. How do I know? I'm not God. God hasn't made me the prayer monitor to where, like on the commercial floor, where the guy tells the guy to he's telling the line to get back in line, and the guy has tells him we don't need a line monitor. Well, in this case, we don't need a prayer monitor. Just pray whatever the Lord gives you, and let's really live a life that says I accept what God allows. So the line is open for prayer. You can pray for your family and loved ones. Will there be a first? Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I was going to say, if no one wanted to start off, I have no problem with um starting off the prayer? No, I'll start off. It seemed like, um, I don't know if everybody was waiting, because I wanted myself to wait and pray at the end, but I'll start it off. Father God, with a call like this, we come before you not knowing what to say, because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but we don't want to hold it in any longer. God, give us a boldness for you with words that hurting our heart, causing us not to stay focused, causing us not to walk in your divine destiny. God, give us the words to say what we need and want to say to family, to self and to anyone else that has hurt us with words Actions, do's and don'ts, would and won't, shoulda and shouldn't. God, we just ask you right now to cover us. God, teach us how to talk about the things of past. Teach us how to talk about the things of new. Teach us how to talk about the things we heard or the things we know. God, there's no shame in the family because the bloodline holds the secret. God, teach us how to go into the secret places of conversations when we know mental illness runs in a bloodline. God, we shouldn't be ashamed when we know how to pray. The most powerful weapon we have, God, is prayer. We know that our weapons are not carnal, God. We just don't know how to use them. God, we said this year, 2023, it was all about me. If we turn the M upside down on the word me, it'll say it's a W. It's all about we. We need to come together. We need to expose this thing. We need to ask God to pick up act at the root to cut it out, God. Teach us how to come together. We say we want to be a family. At our family reunion, our motto song is precious memories. God, what are our memories going to be for our children? Children. Because we know the memories that was left with us. God, give us the heart, the power, the love, and the want to want to change. God, we know that we want our households covered in blessings. We know that we want our families covered in blessings. We know that we want our families to be loving one another. This is what I'm saying, our immediate family. But God, as the woman of God says, we're going to pray for our whole family, our extended family, our bloodline family. God, as the next generation has become the elders, 
time is point that we're going to pass on. What are we leaving? Are we leaving the proof that prayer works? Are we leaving the proof that there's nothing else you can do when you can't do nothing but prayer, pray, praying, joining in prayer? The word said of one or two touch and agree. The word said to get together, one could put a thousand, two could put ten. The word teaches us what the power of prayer can do. God, give us the heart, give us the mind, give us the soul, give us the want to want to show evidence. It's not to just our family, but to our God, give us instructions. Today is a day that you have called us to pray. That's been put out there. God, I trust you with my family. I trust you with my life. I trust you with all that I have. But, God, I'm asking my family, let's stand in corporate prayer. Some can pray with elegant, beautiful words. Some of us have to be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. But, God, fill my heart and my mouth and let your words and your desires of my heart come through. Let it be received. Let it be heard. But, God, one thing I do know, I know that prayer works. God, teach us how to accept what we can't change. Teach us how to pray for the things that we can't change. Teach us how not to be ashamed. Pick up the phone. Reach out. Ask for prayer. Ask can you pray for. God, we have family members I know for myself in my immediate family that are dealing with depression, dealing with mental illness, dealing with loneliness, dealing with the fact that they're living beneath their privilege. They're living on the level of poverty. I ask you right now to open up a door where they can be blessed. Open up a door where they would get the heart to stop being ashamed to ask. Ain't nobody trying to get in nobody's business. All we said is don't love the world so much you will not come to your bloodline and ask for assistance. So what if they say something? So what if they talk? Allow people to love you. God, allow us to mourn through situations that we've been in. I don't care if it's been a day, a week, a month, a year, or years. God, allow us. But don't let us continue to mourn over nobody loves me, nobody accepts me. God, teach us how to move on. Once the request has been made and been known, if they don't don't acknowledge it or accept it, God, teach us how to move on. Myself included, oh, Lord, teach us how to move on because I and my family need to get about your business. Lord, I thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. I glorify you. I honor you. And I believe in your son Jesus' name. My prayer and all prayers on today will come to pass. Amen. Amen. Lord, uh, in Jesus' name, I had said I would not say anything. I'm having some trouble. But I'm going to believe God that I would get through this prayer. (laughs) Um, There's much that needs to be prayed for. And family is the most important part of our lives. It's uh, the foundation on which many of our lives are built and so much that we learn and believe and understand comes from family. So, Lord, we have been blessed in Jesus' name to have a family that based on belief in Jesus Christ, on his deity, on the fact that he is part of the Godhead, on the fact that he shed his blood for us. And because of that, we 
are saved if we but believe and confess. Hallelujah, that we believe God, then he becomes our focus. We talk about focus. We want him to be in the middle of everything or at the top. We must find a way as a family, as individuals, as Christians, as saints of God, to put God first, to put his work first, to put his desires first, to put his heart desire for us, his plan for our lives first. God, just help us to look to you on a daily basis and all through the day to learn your word, to put it in our hearts, to keep it on our lips, to keep it in our minds, to confess it and believe it and to live it all we know how in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, our family, that generation that follows us and the next generation and the next generation and the next generation, hallelujah, will serve God. As for me and my house, as for me and my family, as for me and my legacy, we will serve God. We thank God for all he's done, for all he's doing and all he will do. And I'd like to read to you something that I saw today. I was trying to find a way to send it. It has been attributed to Mother Teresa, and it is beautiful, and it is called Do It Anyway. People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of being selfish and of having ulterior motives, but be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies, but succeed anyway. If you are honest and sincere, people may deceive you, but be honest and sincere anyway. When you spend years creating things, others could destroy it overnight, but create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous, but be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten, but do good anyway. Give the best you have, and it will never be enough, but give your best anyway. In the final analysis, it's between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. Praise God. Praise God. Forgive them anyway. Be kind anyway. Anyway. Do good anyway. It was never between you and them. And that's family. That's bloodline. That's adopted. That's uh, always been family, just like family. It's never between you and them. It's all about God. Remember, he's the one that we must satisfy. He's the one that we must honor. He's the one that we must keep our focus on so that our lives can be meaningful and purposeful. In Jesus' name we pray and give him the thanks. Amen and amen. Amen. I receive it. Amen. 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 God, I agree with every prayer that has already been prayed. Will there be another Father God, in the effort and the focus of being transparent, I first thank you for the spiritual prisons and modes of incarceration that I myself have been in and you delivered me. Father God, for the shame of the inappropriate touching and various things that I suffered that you delivered me from, I thank you. God, from the damage and the hurt, I thank you. God, from the exploitation and the manipulation, I thank you. 
For when I was a young saint, and I didn't know how to keep my on you, and I made that thing a mountain, and you delivered me. Lord, I thank you. God, when I walked in self-righteousness, thinking that people should feel this and feel that, and you delivered me, I thank you. God, when I was a child, you dealt with me as a child. When I grew into a teen, you dealt with me as a teen. When I grew into a young adult, you dealt with me as a young adult. I got up, I say, God, when I grew into being what some people would call a senior citizen, you dealt with me at that place. God, teach me how to deal with people in their age-appropriate place in you, not in what this world says needs to be done, but in you, God. Those that need milk, God, let me be patient with those that need milk. Those that need hard food, let me even deal with them, whether it's hard or whole or whatever kind of food it is or whatever kind of drink. And even those that may need a G-tube because they no longer can through their mouth. God, those that are dying spiritually from the hurt, the damage, the shame, God, I thank you in advance for delivering them. I thank you in advance for moving their focus to you. I thank you that your word reminds us that he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Thank you for every broken heart that you've healed. Thank you for every wound that you've healed. God, thank you that your word even reminds us that you restore, that you strengthen, and that you establish. Thank you, God, for I must repent for every time I expected someone's focus to be where you've placed my focus because you delivered me from so many spiritual incarcerations. You delivered me, God, from so many combat zones. But yet, God, there are people that are beginning their deliverance. And although they've been saved for up teen years, they're beginning their deliverance. Although they've been saved at the 11th hour, they're beginning their deliverance. God, forgive me for not understanding that the focus of one is not necessarily the focus of another. God, teach me. This is personal, God. This is personal. Because how can I lead your people when my heart isn't your heart? God, on this week, someone said to my whole team, and it brought me to tears, they said, I pray that in this time that you've had Cecilia as your leader, that you have her heart. God, I knew when they said it, they meant it. But I knew I had come so far in you and yet have so far to grow. God, I want people to see your heart. And that is what this group of people saw in me. They saw your heart. And yet, God, it humbles me to know that I still have so far to go. Your agape love, God, is so unconditional. Your agape love helps me to know that some things that are hurting people today are from their past. But they never dealt with it. Mm. They never dealt with the root cause of the pain. Some avoided it. Some selected to have selective amnesia about it. Some even decided that I don't want to hurt nobody, so I'm not going to bring it up. Some said, okay, I know they say if you see something, say something, but if I say something, they're going to reject me. Some have not said it because they didn't want to be rejected. Teach us, God, how to be transparent even in our prayers and in our call for help. 
I repent for not calling for him on a personal level. When I allowed that thing that had hurt me so deeply to be hidden for 40 years before I exposed it to my parents, God, there are things that need to be exposed and decoded in order for us to move on, in order for us to keep you as the head and the center of all things. We must deal with the root of that incarceration, that spiritual incarceration, that spiritual hurt, that spiritual shame. The enemy is in there and he's festering. He's bringing imps and more imps and more imps. And that small pinpoint thing now, God, is a mountain. Get it at the root, God. Those infestations, get it at the root, God. Those hidden things, get it at the root, God. God, in wound care, if you don't pack the wound, it won't heal. So let's pack it with your word. Ah, glory to God. Let's fill those areas with your word. Let's fill those areas with the damage medication that you've already given. For your word reminds us there is no temptation that has overtaken us. Whether that temptation is a hurt that's been rehearsed, damage that's been rehearsed, shame that's been rehearsed, or even those that have been hidden. You've given us a way of escape. You've given us a way that we know that we can confess our sins, and we know that you're faithful and just to forgive us and that you cleanse us. That's what your word says, in this body, in this body, spiritually and DNA and adopted. Teach us where to have grace. Teach us how to have grace. Teach us when to have grace. Even if you don't give us the why, for the why is you, but if we're not mature enough spiritually to be there, God, help us. Help us to grow, not only in self-control, but help us to grow in love. Help us to be a healthy family. Mm. Help us to be a healthy family and in within every tribe, individually and corporately within every tribe, so that the overflow to the other tribes will be love. It'll be good health, God. Teach us how to lay aside every weight that so easily besets us and how to run and endure the race until the end. Teach us how to keep our eyes on the prize. Teach us how to remember, God, that no weapon that has been fashioned against us, that has been put against us, that it shall not succeed that every tongue that rises up against us, whether it's naturally or spiritually, God, because many tongues that are rising up against us are in our minds. They're in our hearts. They're in the conversations that we have that we don't say something when they're off. Teach us, God, how even sitting in the midst of evil communication is a weapon that is being formed. God, teach us how if we lack wisdom, how we're to ask for it, and you'll give it generously. God, teach us how to pray and what prayer is. Prayer is us asking, but it's also for us receiving an answer. Teach us how prayer is two-way communication. For God, when we come before you with our prayer and supplication, We need to heed your answer. And sometimes the answer is not what we thought we were going to receive. 
teach us, God, how we have to fight the fight of faith. And that we have to know that we know that we know without a shadow of a doubt that we shall prevail because we prevailed in you. We are a victorious family. We are a victorious generation. Thank you for sharing your hope with us. Thank you for healing every wound. God, there are many that feel their outcasts. Heal them where they're hurt. I speak unity to our family. Your kind of unity, God. I speak love to our family. Speak hope to our families, God. Expose and decode every hidden thing that would block your love, that would hinder your hope. Every disease, spiritually and naturally, go in the name of Jesus. God, your word reminds us to come unto you, all who labor and are heavy laden, and you will give us a rest. Many of us are laboring, and we have things that are heavy on our heart, and so many things that are hidden via selective spiritual amnesia or not wanting to expose a thing or deal with it. Expose it so we can dance together. Expose it so that we can praise you together. Your word says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but, Lord, you deliver us out of them all. Father God, I speak deliverance, 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 deliverance to the east, deliverance to the west, deliverance to the north, deliverance to the south, deliverance in the center of that thing, that condemnation. Hmm. My God, that shame, deliverance, that hurt, that damage. Teach us not only how to forgive, but how to forget. Because some things need to be forgotten because they weren't true anyway. Let us forget every lie. Let us forget every manipulation that wasn't true. In the name of Jesus, for the truth shall set us free, God. I speak trust. Mm. I speak faith. I speak patience. Let us have your patience. Many of us have prayed for patience like this person or that person. God, even when I joined the government, first mentor, I asked you to give me the patience that he had. But God, I changed that prayer. I want the patience that you have. I've noticed in my life you've given me the patience that he had. It's not enough. It's not enough. I need the patience that you've had. How you patiently waited on us to be delivered from this and that over here, over there. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for perfecting those things that concern you. We concern you. Our families concern you. And you're yet perfecting us. Teach us how to be a devoted people instead of a divided people, Micah. Teach us how to be a humble nation and tribe and people and not a prideful one. Teach us how to draw near to you 
instead of away from you. Teach us how to walk in grace instead of judgment. Teach us how to weep and mourn for one another in the spirit realm when one shares their transparency with us to let us know going on with them and then teach us how to pray for them. God, it was once said that me and uh, one of my sisters were like twins because we could feel what each other felt. God, teach us how to feel what you feel. Mm, 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 mm. Teach us how to feel the hurt and the infirmities of one another. Teach us how to joy and even the celebration in one another. Teach us how to celebrate one another for real, God. Not for sure. Mm. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to see life. Teach us how to get degrees in God led and felt prayers. Not degrees like bachelors. Not degrees like masters and doctoral degrees but degrees in knowing when to be hot in prayer and when the prayer is too cold. My God. Teach us that it's not about forming the fashion and who can say, huh, and who can say, say yes. And even if that's you, God, that's all right. But teach us how the person that prays in a soft voice or a loud voice or a medium voice or their inside voice or their outside voice is still you. God, anything and anybody that's been hurt by us, heal them. Deliver them and set them free. The mind of your people is a playground, and it can either be for you or the devil. I ask you that our mind will not only be a playground for you, God, but it will be a place that you dwell, and you dwell thereof, and that you make it full of you and your presence, your word, your hope, Mm, the unity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So many of my prayers have been earthbound. I ask them to be heavenbound. So many of our prayers have been judgmental. I ask that, God, you make them spiritual, that they line up with your will. So many of our prayers have been manipulative, and I ask you, God, to make them humble in asking what you want, your way, your will, your mystery, your thoughts. Help us, God, as a family not just the Kaisers and the Seaberries and so many of the uh, new names that we have via marriage and, and people just changing their names. But help us to be one family. The family in you, God, and that you're within us. Teach us, God, to pray for the babes in Christ and yet the teenagers in Christ, and yet the adults in Christ, and yet the weak and the feeble and old in Christ. Help us to pray for the head, the hand, every extremity, every organ, 
in our bones, in our hair follicles, in our blood vessels, in our lungs, in our central nervous system. Every atom teaches how to pray for that God. Every nanosecond teaches us how to pray. Teach us truly, God, how to be a people that accept what you allow, that live the life that says, be it unto me according to your word, that really lives not my will, but your will be done. Help us, God, to graduate to a place that we're saying, not my will, but your will be done. God, I keep hearing judgmental spirits. Replace them, God. Eradicate them. God, I keep hearing. Will, your will, your will, your will, your will, your will, God, in every fiber of our being, release your will, your will. Your will, like fertilizer, let it be that which causes us to grow. Your will, your will be released in our family, God. Not that we'll just say that we'll serve you, God, but that we'll actually do it. Mm. Those that are still drinking, those that are still popping pills, those that are still doing whatever, Your will, your will, your will. From what people would call the least to the greatest, God, your will, your will, your will. Mm. The spiritual DNA of you, God, for you said you would create a people in your very likeness and image. When people see us, God, let them see you. God, I have a personal request. I ask you, God, that when I look in the mirror, that I see you. When I look in the spiritual mirror of my life, that I see you. And I also pray it for my family that when they look in the spiritual mirror of life, that they see you, that they're imitators of Christ. It doesn't matter if we see ourselves, if we don't see you. Thank you, God. On this side of heaven, let us see you. Let us hear you. God, when I look at Minister Sylvia, let me see you. When I look at Minister Margo, God, let me see you. When I see Dr. Prophetess Serena Wright, let me see you. When I see Pastor Troy, let me see you. When I see Prophet Antoine, God, let me see you. When I see Elder Tony and Minister Ron, God, let me see you. When I see Reverend Lawrence, God, let me see you. When I see my sons and my daughters and my greats and my cousins and my aunts and my uncles, let me see you. I pray for my Aunt Wardine. I pray for my Aunt Catherine. I pray for my Aunt Zay. I pray for my Uncle Foster. I pray for my cousins that when I see them, I see you. And let when you see them, God, you see you. Because if I see you, I want it to mean that you see you. I thank you for every prayer that has been prayed unto this God. 
And I open up the line for anyone that has already prayed that wants to pray again. And for anyone that has not prayed that wants to pray, the lines are open. In Jesus' name, amen. This is our minister Sylvia again. I was listening to the prayer. I want to say to Minister Margo, I receive it. Thank you. I want to say to Apostle for the prayer, I receive it. Thank you. And while you all were praying, I could just hear a song, an old song in my heart, but I want to change one of the words in the song. The song says, Zion, God is calling us to a higher place of praise. I want to change it to Zion, God is calling us to a higher place of prayer. Tell all the people that Jesus reigns because God is calling us to a higher place of prayer. And in the prayer, we do give a praise and we do give honor and glory, but we need to go to a higher place of prayer. We're in a time that it's, you know, I used to say my emergency is not your emergency and your emergency is not my emergency, but we are in a place of emergency in our prayer life. If we don't pray it, who's going to pray it? Nobody knows what your need is. Nobody knows what your needs are. But for our bloodline, for the continuation, that apostle said, the unity Zion, God is calling us to a higher place of prayer. Thank you. Amen. 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 Anyone else? Well, the last thing that I would like to leave us with for those that are listening today and those that will be listening later on, the prayer that many call the model prayer has a key in it. And it starts off, our Father. Nothing else. Our Father. That means he's our Father. We're family. Our Father. Will we let him be our Father? Our Father. Fathers lift us up and they hug us and they encourage us. Our Father. Fathers correct us and they reward us. Our Father. They strengthen us. They're our role models. Our Father. They take care of the children. They protect us. They even take care of their wives. Our Father. God be your Father. Let him be your example. Let him be your protector. Let him be your provider. Let him be your father. If he hasn't been anything else to you, let him be your father. What is a definition of a father to you? Let him be. Let him make your life easy so that as you grow through life, he's preparing you to be an adult and so that you can prepare your children. Fathers train. They train up a child in the way that they should go. Fathers release. They train up. Our Father is releasing us. Not only in prayer, but he's releasing us to show others what he, our Father, has shown us. He's shown us love. 
He's shown us faith. He's shown us his word. He's shown us so much, our Father. If we would just let him be our Father. If we would just let him be our dad. If we would just let him be our example. If we just let him be the head of the family. Ah, the head of the family, y'all. If we would just let God lead us, our Father. I pray that everyone listening on the archives and everyone listening on today and everyone listening via a blog talk will let our Father dwell on the inside of him. We have his DNA. We don't need Maury. We have his DNA. He is your father. It has been declared in the heavens that he is your father, our father. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.